0: Welcome to the show. Over time, I've done a lot of presentations that lay out different aspects of the truth that Congress has never imposed the income tax on ordinary working Americans like you. Among those presentations are ones that highlight the fact that a Form W-4 is not to be used by American citizens living and working in any of the 50 states earning his or her domestic source income. Today, I'm going to bring another piece of evidence to the table on that subject, straight from the IRS's own documents. The Dr. Reality Vodcast with Dave Champion. Let's start with this. I'm the author of Income Tax Shattering the Mist, the best-selling book in America that provides voluminous, incontrovertible proof that Congress has never imposed the income tax on ordinary, hard-working Americans. Even if that sounds far-fetched because you've always just blindly believed what people told you, I think you would agree that payroll withholding is taken out of your paycheck to pay income tax. If you've watched or listened to my presentations over time, you've almost certainly heard me discuss the fact that from 1913, when the modern income tax was enacted— Until this very moment, there are 10 Treasury decisions in which the Secretary of the Treasury instructs employees of the Treasury Department, the IRS, and the public who is to use a Form 1040. Before I discuss those 10 Treasury decisions with you, you may find it interesting to know that nowhere in the tax statutes passed by Congress— does it say who is to use a Form 1040. And nowhere in the regulations promulgated by the Secretary of the Treasury does it say who is to use a Form 1040. In fact, neither the statutes nor the regulations ever mention which return is to be used by an individual who owes income tax. The significance of that is it is impossible to know who the Secretary has instructed to use a Form 1040 unless one tracks down the relevant treasury decisions. Those treasury decisions are 1928-1953-2013-2109-2313-2401-2402-2815-2988-N6500. Now that you know which Treasury decisions speak to the use of a Form 1040, what do they say? Each and every one says that Form 1040 is to be used by a non-resident alien or his domestic agent to report the non-resident alien's U.S. source income. Before I move on, please take a moment to subscribe so you'll be notified when more informative content is posted. Also, please hit that like button so the algorithms will share this with more people. Thanks. Remember a moment ago I mentioned that income tax statutes and regs never mention which return is to be used by an individual who owes income tax, thus making treasury decisions the only way to know who is to use which return? You may find it interesting to learn that in the 111 years since the adoption of the income tax, there is no treasury decision in existence that instructs the American people that a Form 1040 is to be used by anyone other than a non-resident alien with a U.S. source income or the non-resident alien's domestic agent. So how does all this tie into Form W-4? I believe the most obvious connection is self-evident. When a person has income tax withheld from his or her paycheck, What return does the IRS expect you to file on or before April 15th of the following year? A 1040, of course. So, if the money withheld from your paycheck is for a tax Congress has imposed on you, why would the IRS tell you that because of that withholding, you are required to file a return that is exclusively for the use of non-resident aliens with U.S. source income or the non-resident alien's domestic agent? are you a non-resident alien or the domestic agent of a non-resident alien? Does it not make a lot more sense that the tax being withheld from the paycheck of a person required to file a 1040 is the tax owed by a non-resident alien, not Americans working in the States of the Union? Now let's take a look at the instructions provided for the Form W-4. The first page of the W-4 instructions begin with the words, general instructions. If we move down to the third paragraph entitled Exemption from Withholding, we find this, You may claim exemption from withholding for 2024 if you meet both of the following conditions. You had no federal income tax liability in 2023, and you expect to have no federal income tax liability in 2024. Now, pay careful attention to what it says next. To assert you had no federal income tax liability in 2023, quote, you had no federal income tax liability in 2023 if your total tax on line 24 on your 2023 Form 1040 or 1040 SR is zero. So, for 111 years, the U.S. Secretary of the Treasury who is the highest tax authority in the government, has repeatedly stated Form 1040 is to be used exclusively by non-resident aliens with your source income or the non-resident alien's domestic agent. Yet, to say you don't want any withholding done, in other words, to go exempt, in the previous year, you must have filed a return in which you stated, under oath, you are a non-resident alien with U.S. source income. Continuing on the first page of the instructions, we find this in what is called step four. Quote, if you prefer to pay estimated tax rather than having another income withheld from your paycheck, see Form 1040-ES, Estimated Tax for Individuals. In other words, if you prefer one kind of withholding over another form of withholding, you can do that. Utilizing a 1040-ES which is also exclusively for non-resident aliens with U.S. source income. Moving to page two of the instructions and looking at step four, b, item four, we find this quote: "Enter an estimate of your student loan interest, deductible IRA contributions, and certain other adjustments from Part Two of Schedule One, Form 1040." So. <laughs> Here we go again. You are to make withholding adjustments on a Form W-4 based on the numbers you will include on your Form 1040, which is exclusively for non-resident aliens with U.S. source income. You might be surprised, even stunned, to hear the way payroll withholding is commanded in the law. The command to withhold is found at 26 USC 3402A and reads as follows, quote, Every employer making payment of wages shall deduct and withhold upon such wages a tax determined in accordance with the following tables. Okay, so there are more than 200 federal taxes in existence. So let me read that again. And I want you to name the specific tax the withholding is to be done upon. But here's the thing. You cannot presume which tax because of the way you've been socialized to believe payroll withholding works. You can only determine the specific type of tax from the exact language used in the statute. Are you ready? Every employer making payment of wages shall deduct and withhold upon such wages, a tax, determined in accordance with the following tables. So, based on the language you just heard, to which specific tax is withholding applied. Let me give you a couple of indicators and you can make up your own mind. First, if we scroll down in section 3402 F1A1, it states, quote, an employee receiving wages shall on any day be entitled to the following exemptions. An exemption for himself, unless he is an individual described in section 151D. This is telling because it ties the exemptions to section 151 which is in Subtitle A, and Subtitle A is the tax imposed on the U.S. source income belonging to non-resident aliens. In Income Tax Shattering the Myths, I provide mountains of incontrovertible legal evidence that will convince even the most ardent skeptic that Subtitle A, commonly referred to as income tax, is upon the U.S. source income of non-resident aliens. But to keep this video short, let's just employ a little bit of common sense. If you and I were sitting with an IRS employee and we asked him or her what return the IRS expects a person with subtitle A liability to file, without a moment's hesitation, the IRS employee would say, Form 1040. Yet we already know that in 111 years, the only direction given by the U.S. Treasury Department about Form 1040 is for the exclusive use of a non-resident alien with U.S. source income or as domestic agent. So then... If the IRS tells you the proper return to file for Subtitle A liability is a return only to be used for the U.S. source income of a non-resident alien, then upon whom is Subtitle A tax imposed? Yeah, pretty simple stuff for people without cognitive dissonance. Then we come to the matter that anyone who performs withholding is what the tax code refers to as a withholding agent. So what is the definition of withholding agent? That appears at 26 U.S.C. 1441A and reads, quote, Except as otherwise provided in subsection C, all persons in whatever capacity acting, having the control, receipt, custody, disposal, or payment of any items of income of any non-resident alien individual. Hmm. Where is the withholding agent definition authorizing or permitting withholding on the domestic earnings of an American citizen? Answer. It does not exist. Treasury Decision 8734 is entitled Withholding of Tax on Non-Resident Aliens and deals exclusively with what the title says, withholding on non-resident aliens. Before I read a part from 8734 to you, allow me to remind you that Section 3402 is the command to engage in payroll withholding. In Treasury Decision 8734, we find this, quote, a payer making payments to a foreign person must also be aware of other withholding regimes such as section 3406 backup withholding and section 3402 wage withholding. In other words, the Secretary of the Treasury is saying withholding under 3402 pertains to the payment of US source income made to non-resident aliens in 111 years. Where is the Treasury decision stating withholding under 3402 is to be conducted upon the domestic earnings of a U.S. citizen working in any one of the 50 states? Answer. None exists. In 111 years. So tell me, since every single aspect of the law pertaining to payroll withholding leads directly to a non-resident alien with U.S. source income, who do you think is required to submit a Form W-4? Again. Pretty simple stuff for people without cognitive dissonance. Let's take a quick look at the matter from another perspective. The Supreme Court has ruled that when Congress provides a definition for a term it places into federal law, the exact wording used by Congress is the only meaning that can be given to the term. One cannot apply a meaning from the standard English dictionary or make up their own meaning, the only valid meaning is that given to the term by congress with that in mind let's look at the definition of employee for the purpose of payroll withholding that's found at 26 usc 3401c and reads as follows quote for the purpose of this chapter the term employee includes an officer employee or elected official of the United States, a state, or any political subdivision thereof, or the District of Columbia, or any agency or instrumentality of any one or more of the foregoing. Let's read the list Congress gave us again. An officer, employee, or elected official of the United States. Are you one of those? An officer, employee, or elected official of a state, which means federal states, not the states of the Union. Are you one of those? An officer, employee, or elected official of a political subdivision of the United States or a state. Are you one of those? An officer, employee, or elected official of Washington, D.C. Are you one of those? (laughs) That's the complete list. You may have noted that each one describes people working for various government entities. If you're not one of those, nothing in payroll withholding law applies to you. Now, let's quickly look at the definition of employer. That's at subsection D and reads, quote, For the purpose of this chapter, the term employer means the person for whom an individual performs or performed any service of whatever nature as the employee. If your brain is working, you understand that the definition of employer relies on the definition of Employee. In other words, employer means various government entities. It has nothing to do with the private sector. So, (laughs) why are you submitting a W-4 and having withholding done on your paycheck? I've done other presentations on the W-4 issue offering different evidence, but all of it leads to the same legal conclusion. Payroll withholding is not legal when applied to Americans living and working in the states of the Union, earning their own domestic source income. Period. Full stop. So what do we do about that? If you are for a smaller company with a rational owner, I suggest people open a dialogue on the subject. I've written a handbook to help you with that called The Business Guide to Payroll Withholding. It's 13 pages and is designed to provide a decision-maker with a short, concise explanation, which includes the law as to why payroll withholding cannot legally be done concerning your pay and why the company should not withhold from you any longer. It also has a very clear legal explanation directly from the tax code as to why the company will not be held liable if they stop withholding from you. From the 35,000-foot level, the best solution is education. Allow me to explain. The current U.S. population is roughly 336 million people. Of that, 59 million are retired and 72 million are under 18. That means roughly 131 million people are not in the workforce, leaving us with 205 million in the workforce. It is estimated that 29 million people work for themselves. That means, in big, broad terms, somewhere in the range of 176 million Americans work for someone else and likely have payroll withholding done. If we go with the 176 million number and 1 million people know the truth about payroll withholding, how much of a difference will that make? Mm, Probably not much. What if 80 million of the 176 million know? At that level, I assure you the withholding scam would collapse under its own weight because quality workers would only work for companies that had learned the truth and didn't withhold. Quality workers flocking to those companies would force every other company to stop withholding in order to compete in the marketplace. In our example, we said a million people knowing the truth would not make a difference, but 80 million would end the scam. So where exactly is that tipping point? I can't give you that number because a lot of that equation pivots on human nature and events that can't be foreseen. What is absolutely certain is that in order to kill the scam, we must work at getting our fellow Americans informed. How do we do that? Well, my friends, it starts with you. You have to be knowledgeable so you can be credible when you tell your fellow citizens about it. The way for you to be knowledgeable and thus credible when you tell others the truth is to read Income Tax Shattering the Miss. Am I trying to sell a book? Well, yes and no. If you can become knowledgeable on this subject without reading Income Tax Shattering the Miss, all the more power to you. On the other hand, by reading Income Tax Shattering the Miss, you cut your learning time down by months or years to just a few days it takes to read Income Tax Shattering the Miss. But there's another issue. As we've run through the evidence today, you may have come to realize that payroll withholding and the associated W-4 have nothing to do with Americans working in the states of the union earning their own domestic source income because the income tax itself does not apply to Americans working in the states of the union earning their own domestic income. And that's the big picture message you need to share with others so we can reach the point where we turn this crap around. Income tax shattering the mist represents 17 years of extensive research. It gives you everything you need to know, and then some, to be 100% certain that Congress has never imposed the income tax on ordinary, hardworking Americans like you. Perhaps more importantly, when you're done reading income tax shattering the mist, you will be the expert in the room. By that I mean you will be the expert in any room, including a room filled with accountants and tax attorneys, because you will know more about the income tax than do they. Why does that matter? Because every single person who reads income tax shattering the mist becomes a spreader of the truth. I have never met or spoken with anyone who has read income tax shattering the mist who didn't turn into an evangelist for the truth. You absolutely want your fellow Americans to know that the U.S. government is lying to them, has been knowingly, willfully, and intentionally lying to them for at least 60 years in order to commit the largest financial crime in world history against you. When you see what the government has done and how the government has done it, you're going to be so outraged you will want everyone to know the truth. And that's exactly what we need to drive up the number of Americans who know the truth, until we hit that tipping point and the scam collapses. To be part of this process, to hopefully get your boss to stop withholding from you or stop withholding from your workers if you're a business owner, it is imperative you read Income Tax Shattering the Myth." To get Income Tax Shattering the Myth," simply go to drreality.news, drreality.news. I'll put the link down in the notes. While you're there, Take a look at body science. Body science is my groundbreaking work on human physiology. If you want the same kind of evidence-based breakdown as you've experienced today, but focused on how your body's physiology actually works, rather than the false establishment narrative that Americans have been fed for 60 years, body science is for you. You may have noticed that the health of the American people is sinking like the Titanic. 70% of our population is overweight or obese. Diseases like diabetes and Alzheimer's are exploding. Obesity in children, which was almost unknown a few decades ago, is now commonplace. Due to trillion-dollar industries pouring money into bogus research, fake science is everywhere these days. Corrupt studies are making absurd claims, such as that things like salt or eating red meat (laughs) cause type 2 diabetes. In short, America's health is in the shitter and getting worse every day because certain industries and the US government have engaged in massive disinformation. Body science shows you that process, shows you the disinformation. What will likely shock you is that most everything you now believe about health and physiology isn't accurate. But it's not your fault. If you and everyone you know had been told since birth that the human body doesn't use oxygen, and every medical professional you'd ever met confirmed that, and thousands of scientists were quoted in the media every day saying it, eh, you might well believe it. That's analogous to the disinformation about human physiology that has led the people of the wealthiest and most technologically advanced nation on Earth to be the sickest people in all of human history. and. Getting sicker every day. I know I'm being a bit cryptic, but this has already been a long presentation. I'm trying to give you a sense of what body science is all about without making this lengthy presentation even longer. Suffice to say that if you read body science and you put into action what you find there, you will leave the ranks of those who are misled and sick, and you will become astoundingly healthy. I practice what I preach. I haven't filed an income tax return or paid a penny of income tax in 30 years. I also adhere to everything in body science. And at 64, I'm as healthy as an 18-year-old. Or as healthy as 18-year-olds when 18-year-olds were healthy. Body science has never gotten anything less than a five-star rating, and readers rave about the fact that they look and feel decades younger after putting into action the truth they learned in body science. So, go to drreality.news, drreality.news, and pick up a copy of Income Tax Shattering the Mist and Body Science. They will be two of the most fascinating books you ever read. You have my word on that. Also, by purchasing Income Tax Shattering the Mist and or Body Science, you help me to continue to be here for you with these revealing and thought-provoking presentations. Please, share this presentation everywhere. Thank you for being here. Take care.